Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Friday evening final. A couple of minutes of JJ After Dark. It's John Jastrzemski right here on The Fan. And I got to admit, I've missed having this guy in my life. I used to see him every Sunday doing Place Your Bets. You know, I might see him on the Lower East Side or in Long Island City for a divisional weekend. Now he kind of cheated on me. He's out in Las Vegas. I mean, I can't blame him. I do the exact same thing. Let's welcome in my main man who's going to participate in the Unlocks of the Week. We're going to have some fun. James Alberino, the founder of Spread Investor. Spread, my boy. How we doing, baby? Good to be on, my brother. Don't worry. Uh, I'm, 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 not, I'm not betraying you too much out here. So I know. I still got love You're for staying you out, out of trouble for the most part. I mean, uh, for the <laughs> most part. I'll throw that little disclaimer in there. Listen, James, in all seriousness, it's great having you on. This has been your first full football season out in Las Vegas. How has the experience been? Well, it was weird, obviously, because I got here right in the middle of the pandemic. And then it was just a weird football season to start because week one started right in the middle of NBA playoffs, and that never happens. And then the crowd here has been on and off. You know, there was a time around October where people were coming in and, and COVID seemed to be slowing down. And then right around November, it was like, all right, uh, we're going to cut this down from 50% dining to 25%. The rules are insane out here. It's still good to be out by books. Books are pretty much um, – I, I don't think they're that – it's not that much of a different experience from from how it was pre-pandemic other than a little bit smaller crowds. But it's good to just be on the casino floor, and, and there's certain places that you go, especially locally, that's a little bit healthier and safer than being right in the middle of the strip. Totally get that. Now, this NFL season in a nutshell, and I'm going to make this very – wide-ranging for you. So you can take this whatever which way you want to take it. What has been like one or two of the storylines that you've really enjoyed following from like a capper standpoint? Well, always during the NFL season, you get the early market in September and October, which this year, Jay, this was the best early slash soft market in the NFL that I've ever experienced because if you remember – in those two months, overs were flying like crazy because there were less holding calls. There were, in the beginning, obviously, no no fans in the stands, so quarterbacks were able to audible clearly. And the totals were set very low. 
And then as it gets into November and the Lions start tightening up, I love the Ravens getting hot right now and being that team that was anointed almost Super Bowl champion last year, then stumbling, people doubting them. Now they're getting hot. The Bills remind me of the Ravens from last year because the Bills are that team that everyone's in love with from November. And I really like heading into the playoffs and these storylines because what the public does and teams don't even realize it, but they kind of raise expectations for these teams. Like the bills are supposed to win. The bills are supposed to give the chiefs a game if they get there. And that's the matchup next week. And I like that a team like Baltimore is coming in and it, it's like, you, you guys forgot about us. And same thing with the Browns. People are doubting them still. This is the most excited I've been for an NFL playoff in a, a really long time. And, and you have legends on both sides of the, the tournament, too, with Rogers' story and, and Breeze playing for the last time in the playoff. This is just going to be a really, really fun couple of weeks, and I'm enjoying it. James, before we do the picks, if I forced you to only watch one game this week and you had to pick one of the four, what is the game that, above all else, James Albarino would not miss? Oh, Drew Brees and, and the Saints versus the Buccaneers. This is Drew Brees' last turn. I, I thought Brees was retiring last year or the year before. Obviously, he didn't because they didn't finish the Super Bowl run. I can't wait to dial in, and this is the one game that I don't know if I'm betting. I'm leaning Saints. I can't wait to see that game. I love that it's the last game on the card. We, we get some jam-packed action before time, and then it's – Two legends and the history story ad campaign going on. I love it, man. James, you know how this works with the Unlocks of the Week. We pick every playoff game. That's the way we roll. Now, I know you're not giving out every play, and I respect that. But to humor the audience, I know you have a lean one way or another. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get it going, and we're going to alternate. We're going to hit Rams-Packers first, Ravens-Bills second, Third, Chiefs and Browns. Fourth, Bucks and Saints. And if you want to substitute a total instead of giving me the side and you just want to give me some rationale, we'll do that. But we'll go me, you, me, you, me, you. I think you could keep up, right? Yeah, I have good reads on three. I'm betting three games, and I'm potentially betting the Saints and Bucks games. So this is a week where I am betting almost every game on the board. I love it. So without further ado, Mr. James Albarino. And for New York City and the greater Tri-State area. Let's get it with the Divisional Weekend World Famous JJ After Dark Unlocks of the Week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! Now, James, you would have been very proud of me last week, amigo. 5-1 against the number wildcard weekend. 47-42-2 on the year. And, James, I started 5-14-1 on the year. How about that? That's a, hell of a, that's a hell of a back nine. Look, you're at La Coretta enough. You should figure out the back nine. We're trying, man. We're trying. Not so much today. as Paul Rosenberg. But let's get right to it after a 5-1 week. Got to hold off the Maestro Harris Allen. Spread, we're going to begin with the Rams and the Packers. And I like the LA Rams to cover this number here. And I know betting against Aaron Rodgers all year has not been a winning proposition. But if you look at one seeds, 9-17-2, 
against the number in the divisional round since 2007. Rams defense travels. Donald is playing. Ramsey against Devontae Adams. I think they can neutralize Adams to some degree. Now, don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to find a way, I believe, to win this game, James. But I see a good defense. I see a well-coached team. And I see six and a half points. I'm grabbing a six and a half. And mind you, Rams seven and two against the spread. Last nine is a road underdog. Are you riding or are you going against me here, bro? I got the Rams plus six and a half. If the Packers cover this game, I think it's going to be a little bit of a struggle early on. My take on this is I don't know how much Goff's going to be able to do, and I keep thinking back as much as I want to lean with the Rams. I keep thinking back to that game versus the Titans, Green Bay versus Tennessee a couple weeks ago in Lambeau, and most of the thought on Green Bay's defense is that they can't stop the run, and Henry was held to under 100 yards. Tannehill was 11 for 24, two picks. Now, some people say it was a blizzard. There were flurries. It wasn't a, a drastic weather game. But it's going to be cold. I don't like betting these warm L.A. teams in the cold. I know on paper it really looks enticing. And honestly, gun to my head, I think on paper the Rams do look better. But what I could see happening is I think similar to Drew Brees' situation, this is one of Rodgers' last runs, and I think the team knows that. And with the way the defense really stepped up towards the end of the season, I can see one of those dominant efforts on the defensive side. The run defense got so much better. That was the only weakness on this team. Alexander and King in the backfield is very good. I think they're going to slide Devontae Adams into the slot, which they do regularly. And they'll get him away from Jalen Ramsey at points. And I think Rodgers, if it's not early, I think he will find matchups he likes with Lazard and, and Valkis Scanding in, in, against the third and the fourth cornerbacks. And Tunyon for sure. Um, I do like Green Bay. I think it'll be, I think it could be a tough cover, and this is not my most confident play of the game, but I'm not going against Rodgers in this game. Fair enough. Now, James, I think you're going to like this second play. I love the Baltimore Ravens. They are my favorite side of the weekend. John Harbaugh, road playoff games, 10-3 and three against the spread. They've covered in five straight as a road underdog in the playoffs, and they have been cashing in their last seven against the spread. 7-0 and oh are Lamar Jackson and those Baltimore Ravens. They overcame COVID. They're running the ball great. They got a chip on their shoulder, and... I think last year you nailed it. They were everybody's darling. They lay an egg. And now they kind of fit that role of a sleeper team. I think they run it effectively. I think they force a key turnover or two. I see it 27-17, 27-20. Give me the Ravens plus the two and a half, but I don't need the two and a half, James. They're winning this game outright. I like the Ravens a lot. And last week, the Bills versus the Colts. Third down defense and the red zone were big. And if the Colts took care of business on some key downs and instead of beating themselves a little bit, they win that game. The Colts were 9 for 17 on third downs. The Bills were just 2 for 9 on third downs. And the Ravens have the fourth best third down defense in the league. The Ravens have a very good red zone defense. Let me see that. The, the game can come down a couple, to a couple of key stops like that. Um, I also think Humphrey is as good of a corner to match up with Diggs as, as you could get for Buffalo. I think this game is going to come down to time of possession. The, the Ravens want to run the ball. The Colts had the ball for almost 35 minutes against the Bills last week. 
And the Ravens are going to take that exact same blueprint because they dominate on the ground versus Tennessee. They're not going to dominate against Buffalo like they did versus Tennessee, but Buffalo is the 17th-ranked rushing defense. So as sexy as Buffalo is, I look at it from a matchup standpoint and then also, too, situationally. The Bills win this game last week. Buffalo is celebrating like crazy, fans jumping through tables. It's a celebration. Buffalo hasn't won a playoff game in forever. Ravens were all business. Ravens, Ravens broke through a wall, and the Ravens are going to try to run with the momentum. Road underdogs in the playoffs of three points or less are 9-2-1 and one against the spread the last five years. And I don't like taking trends without really any meaning or context behind it, but think about it. If, if a playoff line opens up at three points or less for the road underdog, books are saying these teams are basically even, and these road teams have, have taken care of business, and if they get ahead and you're getting a couple points, uh, we, it's a good matchup here for the Ravens. James, I love you. I follow you on Twitter. I think we got a little steak dinner on the line with the Browns and the Chiefs. We're in agreement with Baltimore, no doubt. I like Kansas City this week, and I know they've been terrible against the spread. 0-7-1 in their last eight games. You mentioned that sort of business narrative for the Ravens. I'm a little concerned about that for Cleveland. They just beat a Pittsburgh team. That game meant the world for them. Stefanski had COVID. No corners. I know the Chiefs have not covered. I know the Chiefs' defenses look vulnerable. I think this is going to be an all-business type of game for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think we got a bet on the line. I think we got a wager on the line. So, James, make your case for the Cleveland Browns. I like the Browns a lot, man. This might be my favorite play of the weekend. I, I just don't see Kansas City it being that easy to turn it up when they want to. First off, they sat out the starters in Week 17, so they haven't played in three weeks now. They were 1-7 against the spread the last eight games. Average margin of victory was 3.9. Now, to your point with the Browns, Playing their Super Bowl last week, I don't see it that way, man. Not with Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Miles Garrett. These guys played college football at the highest of high levels, won big games. These aren't mediocre NFL players who had no chance. I, I took Cleveland last week. I took them in the first half. And I didn't think that they were going to be intimidated or anything. And, and Stefanski comes back. Stefanski needs to be recognized as one of the better coaches in the NFL. To have his team prepared like that was great. He walks now back in the building, and they open their facility again when it was closed most of last week. I think that's just good vibes and good momentum. Here's how I see it, too, man. Picture, picture having a two-team money line parlay. First game is that early Saturday game, and you hit it easy. And then the second leg is Sunday night. And you got a plus 2.35 payout now in the second game. That's what I think the Browns are in, right? They have nothing to lose. They lose this game, so what? They were supposed to lose. I think they're coming in, trying to punch them in the mouth. They can run the ball. Nick Chubb, 5.6 yards per carry. Chiefs struggled on defense the entire year. They were the worst-ranked red zone defense the entire season. They let teams score touchdowns on 76% of their trips to the red zone. Quarterbacks? Against Kansas City since week nine, 20 to 7 touchdown to interception ratio. I think this game is going to be won or lost in the trenches. You're going to see, you're going to see the Browns run the ball a ton. And with Denzel Ward back, BJ Goodson back in the middle, I think this is a little bit more of a smash mouth game. The Chiefs start right tackle Mike Remmers, who was responsible almost for, for the Broncos winning 
in Super Bowl versus the Panthers, he was terrible at right tackle. I think that the Browns could get to him, move the defensive line around. I really like the Browns in this game, Jay. So, looks like uh, looks like a little nice shot on the way. A little lobster tail, shrimp cocktail, the whole deal. I love it when I get out to Vegas. Final one here, James. Saints and the Bucks. Listen, I love Tom Brady in this game. I do. I know New Orleans smoked them twice. I know New Orleans is stout defensively. In Brady, we trust. I'm grabbing the points. I think it's going to be a big day out of that passing attack. And I just don't like what I've seen from the New Orleans offense. I know the trends, third time around, a little overblown. I think Tampa finds a way. I think it's an unhappy ending for Drew Brees and company. I'll take Tampa plus three. I think they went outright. I'm on the other side of you in this game again. I, I, Brady's coming back for another two years. The Saints have had heartbreak after heartbreak the last three years in the playoffs. And, yeah, can that trend continue? Absolutely. I just think the Saints have been through more as a team. The Bucks put together this AAU team this year and just showed up at the bubble and said, all right, who's, who we got next? The Saints have gone through this, and this isn't the same chug it down the field and Breeze finding everybody open, but the, I think this is his best team when they're fully healthy because you have a second receiver like Sanders who could separate, leave Michael Thomas a little bit more space, Kamara, Murray, they're so good out of the backfield, Cook, Traquan Smith. This is just, to me, I think the Saints defense really rises up. And the Bucks. remember how inconsistent they were the entire single season? And then they played that Christmas game against Detroit. Then they played Atlanta. And everyone was back on the Bucks train again. And then the following week, everyone's saying Taylor Heineke played so good. He did. He, he played against the Buccaneers defense who allowed him to be within five points with four and a half minutes left in that game. That should have been a double-digit game. I trust the more experienced team. I think I got the better coach with Sean Payton. I don't know how much margin this is because I could see it coming down to the last quarter and the last five minutes, but I am not taking Brady in this case. Give me the, the minus three on New Orleans. James Alberino, Spread Investor. I love a little competition, amigo. I will see you in Vegas soon enough. And, hey, the invite's open next Friday. You want to join us, you know where to find us. All right, baby? My friend, I'll talk to you next Friday. That's the great James Alberino. We turn it over to the Nittany Lion, Mike Fliegelman. Fleegs, you're playing for pride at this point, bro, but you might as well go out with a bang. What do you got? Yeah, well, I was pretty much the opposite of you this year. Started off well, then completely went in the tank. Uh, looking to bounce back, and for your sake, you better hope I do because oh, we're no. all three out of oh, no. together. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I uh, might be hurting you there. But uh, the first game, I also have the Rams as the underdog. Uh, you're going to be able to set the theme with all these picks as we go on, but I like the Rams' defense. You've been saying it. Defense travels in the postseason. They have the best defense left. I think the Rams' defense can keep this game close against the Packers. Uh, I'm not saying for sure they're going to win the game outright, but can they be within a touchdown? Yes. When I bet it, I'm going to buy the half a point, get it back up to seven. But I think the Rams stay in the game. It really comes down to whether or not Jared Goff can avoid turning the ball over. I think he plays a clean enough game. The Rams take advantage of some opportunities when they have the ball, and they keep this one close. Uh, the second game, I'm with you. I'm on the Ravens, uh, plus the two-and-a-half. I am betting them outright on the money line. I think they're going to win this game. I like the team that starts off as the early season favorite. Everybody's in love with them. They have a slow starter in the middle of the season. People kind of jump off the bandwagon, and they show you as the Ravens really have the last five weeks of the season into the postseason that they're back to being the team most people thought they'd be at the beginning of it. They're playing really well. Obviously, the Bills are too, and I regret I said it last week. 
I know I should take the Colts. I didn't. I went with the Bills. I'm going with the team I like in this game this week. I do like the Ravens to win this game outright. I think you have the team that's a year away in the Bills, really, and a team that's right in the right spot, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. And they got the big monkey off their back last week, finally winning that playoff game for Lamar Jackson. And I think he keeps it rolling. The third game, on the first game on Sunday, I'm with spread. I like the Browns. I said last year, I'm just going to pick Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in every playoff game until they give me a reason not to. And they haven't done that. But I think this Browns team, after what the Chiefs did in the playoffs last year, remember the first game they play against Houston, they're down 24 nothing early. The Titans, they had a 10-point deficit. The Niners, they're down 10 points in the fourth quarter. And they came back and won all those games by a couple scores. But I think there's another chance here for the Browns, who had a great win last week, to get off to a hot start. Maybe they can take a two-score lead. And that's enough, I think, for them to cover 10, even after the Chiefs offense gets going, which it will sooner or later. I think the Browns won't make a mistake some of these other teams did when they get the ball back and try to make it a passing game with Kansas City. They're going to keep running the ball with Chubb and Hunt, and I think that's enough to slow the game down a little bit. They can control time of possession, and I think the Chiefs will win, but I think you're looking at more like a 31-24, to 31-27 kind of game where the Browns are in it and they cover the 10 points. And the last game, this is the theme. I have all the road teams. All the road dogs, I'm taking Tampa plus the three. After last year, I really swore off taking the Saints against any kind of decent team at home in the playoffs, the way they've embarrassed themselves the last few years. Took them last week because the Bears are not a team we give all that much respect to over the year. But I just like the Bucks here. I'm going to bet Tom Brady. He's getting points as an underdog. It just feels like too good of an opportunity to pass up. I have the greatest of all time getting points in a playoff game. So I'm going to take the Bucks in a year where... The road team was over 500 in the regular season, and they're four and two in the playoffs so far. I'm taking all four road dogs. Well, Fleeks, I need you to have a good week. If I'm going to hold off the maestro, we'll chat next week, bro. All the love. Enjoy the games. That's Mike Fleegelman, the maestro, who's got work to do. We're heads up in three to four. He's got Packers, Bills, Cleveland, Tampa. There you have it. Peter Hoffman, what do you got, baby? Super quick. I'm going Packers with you, minus six and a half. Oh, no, no, you're going Rams, right? I'm on the Rams. No, 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 no. I'm going heads up with you. That's crazy talk. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a day. I don't care that Rams defense is going to travel well. Uh, They have no offense uh, to match with the Packers. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with you, though, with the Ravens. Uh, I think that the Bills, uh, their run's going to end. It was a nice run. It was a great run. But it's going to end, I know, another 27, 28 years till they uh, they make it back to the playoffs. Then we're going to go Chiefs minus 10. I'm taking them over the Browns. Browns had their day. It's going to be a letdown game for the Browns. It was, a, it was, again, nice run for them, too. They're done. It's over. Chiefs minus 10. And I think you're right. After watching Tennessee just blow that game last week, it's impossible for teams to win three in a row. I don't see the Saints beating the Bucs. I'm going to take the Pucks. Bucks plus three. Peter Hoffman, job well done. Is the prop king in the building or no? Yes, sir. All right, Rosenberg, real quick. What do we got? Real quick. Uh, I'm going to have the longest t- two props in Baltimore, Buffalo. Longest touchdown over 42 and a half yards. I won't go into it because we're up against the clock. Also, Lamar Jackson, anytime TD. That's about plus 105, plus 110, depending on what site you go to. 333 rushing yards in his last three pro season games. The Bills have allowed the most QB rushing TDs in the NFL this season. K 
Cam Akers over 86 and a half total reception and rush yards. That's minus 110. He was the uh, PFF's highest graded offensive player last week. And again, Green Bay is a sieve defensively against running backs. And one qu quick thing, a two-team money line parlay. Give me Green Bay, Buffalo, both home teams, plus 125. Those, that's it. Great work, everybody. Bob Houston's got an update. Turn it over to Stevie Summers. I got a back time. I didn't even know. I was like ready to wrap it up as like the quickest way imaginable. Now we can actually give the proper thank yous. Calls were phenomenal all week, to be honest with you. Top notch across the board. Great work by Pete Hoffman. Great work by Fleegs, Rosie, all the guys. Who do we got to thank? Charles Davis. James Alvarino. Jared Smith. Brandon Lang. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. I'm going to do Instagram Live tomorrow on Sunday. I've had enough for tonight. I need to eat something. Maybe have a cocktail or two. We'll be out before the games. 4 o'clock, 2.30, Saturday, Sunday. Check that out. Bob has the update coming up. Stevie Summers will take you through the next three hours. Enjoy your weekend, New York City. DJ's back. Hallelujah. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.